0: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With our blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite contractor. The guy with the deep voice, News, Notes, and Nuggets, our Blues insider from The Athletic. Jeremy Rutherford joins us now. And, Jr., i got to ask you, what do you prefer, prefer to provide most, News, Notes, or Nuggets?
1: <laughs> news, Notes, and Nuggets. Uh, I'll provide whatever you guys want me to provide, but I do want to provide this today. Randy, congratulations on the St. Louis uh, Hall of Fame. And uh, i got to tell you, I'm sure Dan feels the same way, Brooke feels the same way. I moved into my grandparents' house when I was a sophomore in high school. And, you know, uh, grandparents, what do they have on the radio all the time? It's KMOX. And so I grew up listening to you, and then I found myself in a locker room, Cardinals, Rams, Blues, uh, and watched you, admired you, and learned a lot. And that's the one thing that I think is so cool about things like this, like the Hall of Fame, is you don't know the impact that you had on others who were watching you along the way. So I just want to tell you that I think that your media tree is a lot better than bill belichick's coaching tree there you
0: go <laughs> Yes, thank you so jr <laughs> that that means a lot from from you and i've always enjoyed working with you and, and being alongside you because you're one of my you're one of the nicest people in the world and one of my favorites so and you're accomplished and really good at what you do so that means a lot to me thank you
1: well, that's a lie, but thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. And, uh, <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? News, notes, or nuggets? Well, the, I guess the news that I should ask you about, we were talking about this earlier, the NHL releasing the player assignments for the All-Star Skills Competition yesterday, and Robert Thomas is not on the list, even for the NHL Passing Challenge. Why is that? Yeah, so they they, they mixed up the uh, skills competition this year, and I think it's uh, in part uh, Connor McDavid said, uh, hey guys, listen, listen, so many guys are sitting around doing nothing for three hours. Uh, it's a long event. There's TV timeouts. There's a Zamboni uh, resurfaced a couple different times, and and so instead of having so many guys sit out there in their uniform, they just wanted to have 12 guys in the competition, and they're going to compete in six events. The 12 guys, and the leaders after six events are going to go on to the final two events, and they are playing for one million dollars. I'm hoping that money's going to charity at the end of the night, but <laughs> they're going to mm. play for. One million dollars. So whereas I was a month ago, I didn't know about this change. I'm kind of looking at it going, okay, well if Robert Thomas is in it, he'll be in the passing competition for sure. Recently Doug Armstrong said he's one of the top five passers in the league, but we will unfortunately not get to see that tonight.
0: We were talking about <clears throat> excuse me, we were talking about coaches that trend you know, do they go from coaching to being on a desk or doing something in television or media, I thought Craig Berube was outstanding. Have you seen him, Jr? Have you seen what he's done?
1: He's phenomenal. Yeah, he did some work with uh, TNT, uh, Dan. And uh, you know, a couple of years ago when Mike Yo was the coach, I don't know if Mike was sick or, or he just wasn't going to do the post game. And you know, Craig Berube had the coaching experience in Philadelphia, so it's not like he had not been in front of the media before. But he came up to the uh, the desk and did the post game interviews with the media and it was a little bit choppy and you know he was a little bit all over the map and I thought man I don't know if this guy could be a head coach again even though he's been one in Philadelphia but wow he's just so collected with his thoughts so poised and even though you don't necessarily see the you know humor that you you see in, in other funny guys he just deadpans and you know leaves you with your your jaw dropped a little bit with uh, some of the things he said that, uh, you know, maybe not funny to him, but it's funny to the rest of us. So I think he could do a great job in that industry, but I know he'll be back in coaching.
0: One of the things that I love about Chief is that he's got almost an aggressive laugh. He, he's so <laughs> gregarious. Is. And we saw last night on TV. <laughs> he's got one of the best laughs in the world, and you don't expect it from a guy like that. That can make him a TV star because he's such a fun guy.
1: Yeah, really could. And there's like this pause. So, like, he'll say something, he don't know how it's going to be received in the room. And then he'll start to laugh a little bit. And then, like you said, it's an aggressive laugh where it just gets louder and louder for about 10 seconds. And all of a sudden, I'm laughing because he's laughing, not necessarily what he said.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. So he'll do well. And like Army said when uh, he fired Craig Ruby, he said he's going to coach again in the league and he'll coach well. Uh, And this is great entree. I mean, look at what Vancouver is doing under Rick Tockett. That seat that he occupied last night is great entree to getting back into coaching.
1: It really is. I think if you're a coach looking for a job, just go take that seat for a little bit. But, but no, those are two great guys, great coaches, and and it's, you know, not a coincidence that they're really, really close friends. Uh, Rick Tockett and Craig Bruby. You know, I think Rick Tockett uh, even mentioned a couple weeks ago that Craig Bruby and and he have spoken a lot, and uh, you know, Craig's offered his thoughts on some few things around the league. So obviously, they're continuing that relationship, even though Craig is not the head coach. And hey, we saw a couple weeks ago Craig uh, scouting for the Blues, or at least. On a St. Louis Blues media pass in the press box in Philadelphia, taking a peek at things, so he's trying to make sure that he doesn't stay too far away from the game. Well, Jr., I know that a lot of us would like to forget about it, but I want to bring back up the Blues the other oh, night Brooke, losing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know. I think that we all want to forget about it, but still, the Blues <laughs> losing to the Blue Jackets. What did you think of that? And just the performance overall is kind of surprising after they had a great run going. No, I'm kidding. Uh, being Brook Downer here, <laughs> no, I. I, I I think that it was unexpected, even though, you know, people can look ahead and say, hey, this is a trap game and they could lose this. You know, I do think the way they played, you know, it was uh, when you say unexpected, I mean, you can have a bad game. That was worse than a bad game. I I mean, to go into the break and you got the, you know, the head coach talking about pouring it all out there and uh, look what they've built and uh, they just can't afford to, to lose that momentum going into the break, you know, it's just poor. And, you know, some people are going to say, well, look back at the last five games they won. They really weren't uh, dominating. And the analytics said they could have lost those games. That's fine. But they still won those games. And you still had a chance to win this one and go into the break uh, feeling pretty good about yourself coming back. So who knows? Maybe it could be a situation where that bad taste, I know it's cliche, but it sits with you over the break. You come back and maybe they come back even stronger than they would have had they won the six in a row.
0: J.R., they're in Toronto, so the epicenter of hockey in many ways and all eyes on the NHL All-Star Game from a league perspective. So Gary Bettman will take the mic at some point and kind of do a State of the Union, State of the Game. What do you think some of the questions uh, he'll be asked in, in terms of where they're at with the State of the Game?
1: Well, I think he likes where they're at with the game. I think the number one question is probably going to be about uh, expansion Uh, there's a lot of rumblings about atlanta becoming the the next city you know i've spoken to to some gms and they said while they don't have any definitive word that that's going to be the case they are planning for a potential expansion in terms of how they're uh, structuring contracts you know when you give guys a no movement clause you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with that when there's an expansion draft you know whether it be uh, with atlanta we've also heard that uh, seattle has its act together and and the league uh, ha- has talked to them, too. So, you know, Se- uh, did I say Seattle? I meant said Salt sea- Lake City.
0: You say the yeah. Salt Lake City? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so yeah, Salt Lake City and uh, Atlanta are the two uh, cities that are kind of on the radar right now. So I think that'll be uh, the biggest thing, as Gary Bettman, you're right, as he does address the media. I think that's tonight or tomorrow night.
0: Hey, Jr. when you look at the Blues schedule coming out of the break, and then you get to the all-star break can you envision a scenario in which they'll be heavily involved in the trade deadline i can't imagine that they give up give up a number 1 to buy but i can't imagine that they give up their playoff chance to sell that's the way i'm looking at it how do you see it
1: i think you're exactly right i don't think they're giving up any first round picks i don't even think they're giving up you know recent first round draft picks to move up and then if you if you fall out of contention and let's just say you're 8 or 10 points back of the wild cards you know, by that time, which, you know, you'd have to lose a lot of games to be in that spot. Uh, Then I think it's a situation where, you know, you're probably selling a Scandella, you know, maybe you you sell or you re-sign Oscar Sundquist. Uh, But I think the the main question everybody in St. Louis wants to know are those guys with term, you're talking about the Lettys, the Sods, the Bucinevichs, the, the Benningtons, you know, can you move any of those guys? You know, I think it's possible. I think teams do want them. But, A, I don't think the Blues want to give up a few of those guys. Doug Armstrong has said he wants to stay competitive during this tool, And also, I think those are summer moves. Those are off-season moves. You don't get the best bang for your buck when you're making deals with teams who are currently up against the salary cap and and maybe uh, you know they don't want to give up something off their roster. So I think that's something that Doug would address in the off-season. So I'm with you, Randy. I think uh, how you laid it out there is how Doug's looking at it.
0: All right, what are you going to be doing during this uh,
1: break? Are you going to Cabo? i am not going to cabo uh primarily because i don't want to run into jamie rivers and see him in a speedo. So (laughs) fair enough fair enough yeah so i don't want to see that you know when i get to to the uh, facebook i'll have to scroll past those pictures but no just laying low here in uh, god's country and in st louis and working on a few stories Uh, talking to paul stastny here in just a little bit we're going to talk about robert thomas and paul stastny uh is going to break down some robert thomas film and tell us what he's doing so well and We'll have that piece up at The Athletic as the Blues and Robert Thomas get ready for the All-Star Game on Saturday.
0: Sounds great. We always love your work in The Athletic, and we will be checking it out. Thanks very much for the time. Thanks very much for the compliment. It means a lot coming from you, JR.
1: Yeah, congrats. Great, great uh, honor and well-deserved. All
0: right, thank you, sir. That is our friend Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider from The Athletic here on 101 ESPN.